0: Welcome to episode 69 of the Breaking Atoms podcast where we break things down to the very last compound. Wow, episode 69 already, that's that's kind of crazy. As I said, welcome to the Breaking Atoms podcast where we break things down to the very last compound. I am your host, Chris Mitchell, aka The Actual Factual. Before I go any further, I just want to thank everyone who's reached out to me after the last episode. Um, I'm still on crutches. Um, I'm still moving around just just a little bit. But, you know, for the most part, it's crutches. I I went to the doctor last week and he says that I have something called an MCL sprain. Uh, I can't remember what MCL actually stands for right now, but anything that has a a three letter acronym, I take it very seriously. N.W.A. M.O.P all of that. If you've got a three-letter acronym, Chris is not playing any games with you. So for the for, for the foreseeable future, I will be on crutches and I will be inside the house. For today's episode, um, I'm joined by my good friend. He'll explain all the bits and pieces that he does, but I'm joined by my, my, my man, good friend, music junkie and enthusiast, Black Keys, and we're going to be talking about hip-hop confessions. What does this mean? We're going to share with you, the listener, the artists that we secretly love and hate will also be talking about some of the albums that we haven't heard yet. And then we'll confess our hip hop sins to each other. So even though I'm talking about it like we're going to do it, it's actually pre-recorded, if that makes sense. Anyway, it was a really good, um, really good conversation. I found it to be very insightful and reflective and quite shocking in places. But you'll be able to hear the interview right after we do um, our thing. With the awesome theme music produced by Imperial. Big up to him every time. Run the track. Hey yo, we about to tear it up. Hey, 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 Wait for break it break break, down. <laughs> this right here is how we do it. Bring it down. Mr. Blackies, welcome to the Breaking Atoms Podcast. How are you today?
1: I am very well, thank you it's, uh, finally, it's, it's a pleasure to finally be involved with the Breaking Atoms movement
0: Well you are a friend of the show So I just want to say thank you for all the support For tuning in to the episodes and you know, sharing it on your timeline, etc Before we go any further Can you please introduce yourself to our listeners Tell them a bit about what you do, where you're from and how you get down Sure, well
1: um, my name Michael michael johnson but if i go by my producer name it's uh, black keys um you can find me on twitter and instagram under the same handle at black keys beats b-l-a-c-k-e-y-s-b-e-a-t-s there's only one k um so yeah some people get a bit <laughs> confused with how to pronounce it but it's black keys um yeah um been making beats for 10 or so years 10 plus years. Um, kind of my musical, I'd say my musical background really stems from my church upbringing. Um, always been around music, predominantly gospel back in the day, growing up. And then as I got older, my ears were opened to to other music. Um, I currently, yeah, married, one child, live in a nice little place called Amptill, just, I say, 10 minutes south of Milton Keynes. Oh, you're putting
0: all your business out there today. Yeah, well, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned the church upbringing. Um, It's very similar to my upbringing, and I think that's probably why you and I have kind of connected on some kind of level. What were some of the early gospel songs you remember listening to on your come up to hip-hop superstardom?
1: Well, I know, well, me and you, we talk a lot about a few artists so some of the artists i grew up on and i still listen to now um tremaine hawkins oh my, 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 my. Um, <laughs> i love that woman you uh, know she's just her her self-titled album tremaine is just madness it's a classic yeah agreed um and even if you're not into gospel i would still recommend you check just just listen to to The music, it's great. Um, Richard Smallwood is another artist, one of the goats, yeah, one of the goats. Andre Crouch, um, and then um, I was telling you before in other conversations, my um, godmother, um, she used to manage, I think, for the first three albums, uh, a cappella group called Take Six,
0: yeah, we know Take Six. Um, yeah. Didn't, didn't Kanye drop them? Not drop them. Name drop them on um the new gospel take six.
1: Yeah, on the graduation. Uh, no, is it? Yeah, I graduation. It graduation out. on, yeah. on, on like, um good life. Yes.
0: Or was it good life?
1: No, no, no. no. It was the um Daft Punk. Stronger. Stronger, Stronger yeah. Yes. Yeah. They they really they really changed the game when they came out um just with their a cappella jazz style um and I mean they were big influences on. Um, the, the groups that we love now, like Boys to Men and Jagged Edge, and all of that. I mean, my, one of my friends, Jonathan, my godmother's son, um, he always tells me a story of when he went to one of the Grammys, and he said they were lit- Boys to Men were literally chasing them down
0: the <laughs> down the hallway. Wow! Way. Yeah. Imagine, imagine someone of the caliber of a year Morris chasing you down because i want to talk to you because you inspired me that's nuts,
1: that's yeah, nuts. it's nuts and on one of B- Boys to men's previous albums um i can't remember the title of it it's got a blue cover i think they do like old standards they actually have take 6 featured on there as well
0: okay yeah i'm i'm not too much into the uh the more more recent stuff that Boys to men have done but you you know if you even go back to like cooley high harmony oh, you yeah. you can you can hear the influences
1: Yeah, no doubt
0: But we've been chit-chatting for too long Today's episode, we are going to talk about Put me under the bus,
1: that's what you're going to (laughs) do
0: Now this is Hip Hop Confessions, right? And what we're going to talk about are those deep, dark Hip Hop secrets The ones that are too controversial for the timeline We're going to lay our souls bare today And it's going to cover albums and artists that we love, that People may not necessarily know we love It's also going to cover the albums and artists that we hate That people are going to be shocked like "Whoa, you hate that And then we're going to also like sprinkle some of our our hot takes You know me, I'm not a hot take guy Um, But I do have a couple of hot takes today For my hip hop confession So I'm going to kick it off With a song I hate Okay Yeah, I hate it with every ounce of fiber in my <laughs> being, right? Oh, what's this going to be? Rough Riders Anthem by DMX. Ooh. I hate that okay. song. Okay. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And I'm going to tell you why. I hate it. I, I'm not going to call myself a purist, um, because okay. I don't necessarily like that term. I would definitely say I'm a traditionalist, um, I do appreciate how music has to evolve. Um, you know, I love DJ Premier. I also love K. Tronada, So I'm really into new sounds and whatnot. But I think I heard Rough Riders Anthem at a time where I was just really in love with the New York aesthetic of hip-hop music and how DMX really countered that whole bad boy, shiny R&B pop sample type sound with something that was a lot more dark and gritty. So imagine getting that album, It's Dark and Hell is Hot, which is a classic irrespective of what I'm saying now. Um, You get that album, you hear the intro, which is one of the greatest intros ever. You hear Damien, You hear Stop Being Greedy, The Convo, Mm. Niggas Done Mm -hmm. Started Something. And then you kind of crowbar in. Mm No, no, (laughs) I wasn't with it. Um, I just felt it was like an obvious reach for a single. Um, Years later, I found out that, you know, Swiss Beats is um, D. Noir, who owned Rough Riders, who started Rough Riders. He's their nephew. So, you know, maybe some nepotism was at play. Um, but I do understand now why the song sounds the way it does. Um nineteen ninety-eight was a time in hip hop where, you know, the mainstream artists were sampling a lot less. Uh samples keyboard were keyboard driven, wasn't it? It was a it was very keyboard driven. Um samples were very expensive uh at that time and they still are for the most part. But I was watching a Vlad TV interview. With one of I can't remember if it was DOA uh, and he was saying that Swiss had spent some time in Atlanta before coming back to New York, and the sound of Atlanta really influenced his production. Okay. So in terms of not using samples And having a certain bounce to it And Rough Riders' anthem Was a product of his time In Atlanta Mixed with the the whole New York Style of rapping that DMX brought through But I still hate the song To this day <laughs> to this I don't mind it man, I like
1: the energy I like the energy it gives it <laughs> I, Although I was never really I liked DMX um, I was never really say so like a like a Rough Riders like guy, me neither. But I, I did like the energy that that that, that song brought. It that just reminds you back, takes you back to my six form days, man.
0: So are you saying that you like the song because it's all right? You're saying you like the energy, but is it more of a nostalgic thing for you? Yeah, more of a nostalgic. Okay, it's not. It's not a song I
1: really even really go back to, to to throw on. It's just I'm gonna say
0: it with my chest, man. This song is trash. <laughs> Stop. Uh, Drop. shut them down open up shop nah, oh, nah. Oh, nah. come on Nah. you, you, you should, should see me like when i used to go to clubs and whatnot back in my younger day like when i say I used to go to clubs you know once every six months or something when that song came on i would just be in the club straight faced in the corner i wasn't yeah, I was mean mugging, but I wasn't even doing no dance movements, no side to side, no two-step, nothing. I was just as stiff as a board. Pause. Just like, <laughs> I hate this song.
1: Yeah, I think I kind of, I don't know, there, there's certain songs, I think, for me, I, it's going to sound a bit, I don't know, it might sound a bit weird, some might understand. I only like certain songs in certain settings. Good point, good point. I would probably like that. Like if, I, if I was out in the club and I heard that track, I would probably go off a bit. Mm-hmm. Where I would like I say, I'm, I'm home now. I'm, I'm, I'll probably listen to some DMX, but I might skip that tune.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. But I always skip that song when I listen to the album. The album is a classic. Don't get, look, I don't want anyone out there to say that Chris is wilding. That album is a classic. <laughs> it's a classic from top. To bottom And I think This album is one of my Reference points If, if I can go off on a tangent Right mm-hmm. It's one of my Reference points Where I believe Every song Okay Classic albums Can have skips
1: Yep I agree
0: Like They may have One or two skips Alright You do get to a part Where it's like If you're skipping Half the album We're gonna have to Like look at the Classic status At some point But even though I skip this song I still think it's A classic album It's the same with um Illmatic I skip One Time For Your Mind every time. Really? Yeah, I don't like that song. Oh, okay. No, I don't like it. But I skip it. It's still a classic. So I just want to challenge people who have that, uh, that way of thinking and, yeah. you know, uh, classic albums have no skips because some of them do. Ah, uh, okay. Wow. Well, so I had to come out the gate with that one. Rough Riders Anthem. Hate that song. Wow. And I say <laughs> it with my chest.
1: <laughs> I don't know which one to start with of my three that I got here. I'm all ears. I'm gonna start with one, and uh, our good friend Rob Percy, if he ever listens to this podcast, I know he's gonna come for <laughs> me straight away. I'm kicking off with Big Pimpin' Jay Z, oof, um, from the Volume Three album, oof. Yeah, I know. Uh, probably, I'm probably gonna have a lot of, and let me just say, I do. I'm a Jay Z. I love Jay Z. Me too. But Volume Three is probably one of my least favorite albums, and Big Pimpin' was just—I don't even know. I, it just—I just didn't like it from the from out the gate. Now, at that time, so when did that come out? That came out at the back 99. end of back, yeah, back in the '99. So I was on okay. the form at the time. Yeah, if I would be honest, I wasn't even really listening to Jay Z in night, um, back in '99. I was, <laughs> I was strictly like common most death, pharaoh, black eyed peas. Um, I was in that bag.
0: Yeah, you were one of them, you were one of them guys wearing beads and burning <laughs> incense.
1: I'm not going to lie when I went to South Africa in 2000 I did buy a few of those crochet um,
0: wow, <laughs> those I <can> imagine. Crochet. <laughs> yeah. and
1: everyone was your black sister yeah like <laughs> you see because I was so into Common especially like, like Water for Chocolate album yeah, yeah so yeah back then I wasn't I was you know I knew Jay-Z songs but I wasn't really checking for him and that song I know it was massive it was one of his biggest singles but it just did not, and I love Timberland as well, but it just did nothing for me. Nothing. Even now, I, I try to go back to the album now and again just to say, OK, well, was I being a bit harsh? But nah, it's, it's just...
0: I kind of had two songs for Jay-Z. So what is it about the song you don't like? Is it is it the lyrics? Is it the production? Is it the message? Because i tell you why I, I highlight the message is I was listening to Niggas for Life by N.W.A., And I think as a piece of work in terms of production, it's one of Dr. Dre's biggest and best achievements. It sounds amazing. Listening to that album in 2019 or 2020, it sounds different because it's so misogynistic. And as a result, I don't like the album as much as I used to. It sounds really different to me what is it about big pimping that you don't like is it because you're a parent um you know he's talking about pimping essentially essentially like yo flesh it out for me like i said before like i was i hate to say i hate saying this now (laughs) what
1: is it you know like the anti bling bling
0: oh you're one of them Yeah, yeah yeah yo so you was proper high chest
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is this yeah, is. The, yeah, remember yeah.
0: you said that because we're going to revisit this at the uh, it, very shortly. But go ahead.
1: Yeah. I, so so it was almost like anything that. Oh, I'm cringing now. As I say, yeah. Anything that was like money, cars, flashy, lifestyle I just wasn't. Well, that was overtly about that. I wasn't for it because even like some of our construct, they still talked about nice things and stuff, but. It was like, yeah, I just, I just didn't want to know. I mean, it was just, it was like almost like straight dismissal. No, I'm not listening. I don't care. know like how people, the boom bap heads are like, f trap, blah, 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 blah,
0: not having it. That yeah. was like me. Gotcha. I love the video. I like the song. Um, and I look at that song with a nostalgic eye because I was at college at the time. Um, my friends who I'm still close with to this very day, um, they, they love the song. So if that song came on now, it would definitely take me back to Labrook Grove, 1999, being at St. Charles College. Um, but I loved the video for obvious reasons. And um, <laughs> I had a thing for Gloria Velez, who was that lovely lady in all white. OK. Yeah. So, yeah, I was all in in terms of in terms of the video. But yeah, two controversial thoughts straight up the gate. People are gonna hate this. Yeah, I've got another song. Yeah, where you go? This might be the hate Swiss beats section. <laughs> okay, I hated Swiss beats at the time. You know, late nineties, early two thousands, because I think his sound just represented a direction in hip hop that I wasn't necessarily ready to go in in mm-hmm. terms of my taste. But I've over the years, I've really grown to. Um accept his contributions. I really think he's gotten better as a producer. Um, I love the stuff he did for Cassidy, um, some of the stuff that he did for Nas. And just looking at how he's pulled the whole verses thing together with uh, Timbaland, been You know, you you, you you have to respect his contributions to, to the culture. However, <laughs> there is got? a song called Banned from TV, Noriega.
1: Oh, that's the one where he talks... So, is that the one where Norionis loops the intro?
0: No, I think it, it's the one... It's the opening song from um, Niggas on the Run eating. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
1: I don't like that song. Yo, that, that's, that's, the that's the beat. That's the beat. That's the beat he talks about in interviews. Um, that isn't the full beat. Really? That's the intro to the beat, and I think Nori and them guys—they just loved that bit, and they just looped it. I'm sure. I'm sure that's. I'm sure that's a treat. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm I with you on that one so for twenty years, bro. I'm with you on that one, and I, again, my I, my sentiments are pretty much the same with you. So it speaks I, at, at the time when he was probably say at his prominent in in the, in the late. 90s uh, um, that I guess
0: that like 98 to
1: 2001 run I don't know for me it sounded like noise
0: bro I feel the same it was noise like money cash holes, boom boom bro, bro. Bro, bro. and I'm just like bro, bro, bro. yeah it's yeah. just it's, for me. I, I just pictured someone in the studio just hitting keys and just okay this works um you know but he was everywhere Jay-Z Buster Rhymes, like people who we love all loved him. And I was confused. Yeah,
1: I, I, and, a, and a thing I hear a lot of people say is he's probably one of hip-hop's best salesmen. <laughs> because yeah, he is, he is.
0: <laughs> he is. Yeah. But you know what? I hated the production on that song. But as an MC, I always, I always valued the lyricism on that song. So the song features Nature, uh, Cameron, Big Pun, Styles and Jada Kiss. You know what you're gonna get with those guys. That's that's just like what Kaiser calls um god level pen game. Did I mention nature? Right, so nature's verse on there is one of the greatest opening verses ever. Was it? Regardless of rain or snow, sleet or hail, I kick street tails, choking niggers like I'm spree well. Come on, man. Come on. Uh-huh. Man. Come on. Yes. Love the lyrics on that song, but 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 one day I was walking down the road. This is about maybe 18 months ago. Right. I was walking down the road and Ban From TV came on, right? And then I had to make a confession. I know this this episode's called Confessions. You did a U-turn. I did a U-turn, bro. I said, nah, this tune's hard. (laughs) (laughs) I literally said that to myself on the road. I was like, nah, this tune is hard. And I've liked it ever since. I don't know. It's like the lights just came on. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, banger
1: that does happen you know
0: but why do you think that happens like what is it is it like the perfect alignment of stars is it that place you are in life at that time do your tastes change I don't know what it is
1: I think tastes change I think maybe the more you listen to different things like sorry to go off off subject for example um, Griselda Mm-hmm. The first project I actually listened to a couple years ago or when it came out was Supreme Bly and Tell. Love that album. Now, when I first listened to it, I was like, mm-hmm. I wasn't I wasn't with it. And then about a month or two later, I listened to I didn't know anything about Benny the Butcher. And I, I just saw the album cover and it was the Butcher on Steroids. And I listened to that, and I loved it. And then I saw, oh, there's a connection between. And then I, I can't remember. I listened to. It. I can't remember what other projects I listened to. Then I went back, and then it was like, okay, I get it now. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Like I love, I love Supreme Blind Tail now, but I don't know. I think some. I think maybe if something's new. You might not. I don't know. You might not get it at first, and it might take you to listen to. Other things of a similar ilk, and then you kind of like, like I was saying to you last week with Billy Woods, right? You're on him now, in it. I wasn't with it at first, and then I started listening to that Open Mike Eagle or Eagle Mike, but yeah, Open Mike
0: Eagle, yeah, yeah. And then I went back,
1: and I was like, okay, I kind of get this
0: now. And now I'm like, yeah, I'm with it. <laughs> yeah, Billy Woods, Billy Woods is dope, I, and I love the fact that his star just seems to be rising right now, and he's basically just. Kept it real without sounding cliche He's not really even tried to Change up the sound It's very much his chamber And you know the right people seem to be embracing it So shout out to Billy Woods I think he's, I think he's dope But yeah back to Swiss though man I,
1: I, I will say um, I mean and his last album
0: Poison I haven't heard that yet What? I haven't heard it, I only heard the, um, the Nas tune And that tune was hard but he didn't even produce it. No, that was DJ Scratch. Yeah, so that don't count. But seriously, give give that a listen in the next week or two. I will do. Man. I will do. But I'm, I'm also going to say, even though I wasn't necessarily a fan of Swiss beats at the time, um, he has done stuff that I like. So uh, he's done. Um, I, I loved his stuff on Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of Blood is was it Flesh of My Flesh, Blood of My Blood. Loved the stuff on that. Um, I mentioned the stuff he did for Cassidy which was really good Uh, what else do I like what else do I like from Swiss the stuff that he did on the first uh, Rough Riders anthem Rough Riders compilation sorry like Down Bottom all those songs Dragon, Twister, Juvenile loved all of that so shout out to Swiss Beats but I I, I didn't like your early stuff I'm going to be honest Mm. I'm going to be honest have you got any more? Yeah, oh gosh, I'm gonna get
1: cancelled out here.
0: Now they're gonna cancel you, bro. (laughs) Look,
1: (laughs) I love Timberland, look, uh, he's a go Okay, okay. And if Rob Percy's listening again,
0: listen, man, I gotta get Rob on this show, man. You gotta get him on there, you gotta get him. You know what, you know what, I want to find out. (laughs) Like, what doesn't he like? He owns everything, like, he likes every album. No, you know what. I know who he doesn't like, and me and him have to have a conversation. He don't like Ninth Wonder.
1: Oh no, he doesn't really have complimentary words to no. say about Ninth.
0: Anytime I see him tweeting about Ninth Wonder, I just delete the app.
1: Yeah, N- N- Ninth Wonder slander and J. Cole slander.
0: Yeah, I have to delete the app just to um to refrain from responding with expletives. Um, well, no, shout out to Rob Percy, regardless. He took exception
1: uh, at me one time. He did this list of. Um, he did like his top ten female rappers. Okay. And guys, I love Missy Elliott. She's she's a goat as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, me too. He had put her um, number one. Now he's wiling.
1: He's wilding. now I I questioned it because I'm looking at he said top ten rappers. If he said top ten female artists or whatever mm-hmm. i i, I not even argue it yeah but, and look i'm a i'm a producer guy i'm I'm one of those i'm not really one that remembers lyrics that great, but i'm like Missy Elliott, lyrically i'm not saying i'm not saying she's she's whack, but i'm like she's not she's never really given me any bars oh wow or ones to like remember so i I just questioned that and he i think he thought i was Hating on missing, which I wasn't. So <laughs> uh, uh, the beginning of our relationship was a little bit, and he still, reminds, he, he still pulls it up now.
0: You know what? Um, uh, yeah, we. Me, I think there was something about a list as well, um, like DJ Premiere before the DJ Premiere um thing, and I'm um, yeah. I think I got a bit emotional, and it came oh yeah, off, I think like, I saw yeah, that. Like, <laughs> it came off all wrong, but. In terms of Missy as a female rapper, she's not. She's not high on the. I could never put her before like Lauren Hill, Bahamadia, Ra Digger. I just can't. Like I literally can't. But he's a DJ. The whole package. I get it. The whole you know Missy is.
1: You can't deny her her contribution. You can't deny her catalog. She, she's great. But the, the song that I, Oh, God. The song. And again, it's one of those ones. I never liked it out of the gate. Um, get Your Free Com.
0: Yeah. I hate that song too. Talk.
1: Uh, <laughs> okay. That song's garbage. Another thing about me is rightly or wrongly, if everyone loves something, I kind of fight against it.
0: Oh, yeah. You're one of them.
1: I'm one of Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of oh, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, one of them. So, yeah. And I, again, I love Timberland. I love his production. Um, you know. But yeah, it just again, it just did not. I think the only part of that song I like was near the end where the. Um,
0: the bass line kind of changes a little bit it goes, turns a bit more melodic timbaland's good at that adding those little bits of sugar like at the end of the song yes yeah i like that um i think that one of the best ones is the hit with the he remix i need to remind myself yes, I, I, yes at the end it's like
1: sometimes i feel like doing a beat sometimes i don't <laughs> but um yeah, get, get your free con- I, I get the whole thing with the whole uh, um, Arabian sample and that, but... <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't listen. I skipped that song. It's, it's a hard one. I can't even really put my finger on why I, didn't, I just didn't like it.
0: It's because you're high chest, bro.
1: And the fact that everyone loved it just even further made me... And again, even now, I'll put on So Addictive and i'll skip i'll just breeze past that
0: one yeah i'm not with it but like on the flip side of things i think she's a bitch is one of her best songs i love that song but yeah get your freak on and didn't um they brought the beat back for uh what was it Bubba sparks ugly at the end
1: oh yes yes yeah uh i don't think you are
0: I could tolerate it in that context because the ugly beat was crazy. Yes. Controversial thought, I want to just slip in here as well. Deliverance by Bubba Sparks is one of the most underrated and greatest sophomore albums ever. Um, and I think it's extremely high in Timberland's production credits, or it should be. I love the album i tell it's
1: you my a, boy amazing. my boy will my boy will, will will back you with that one as well he's a amazing busy.
0: album yeah amazing amazing album so get your freak on is the second song you you hate okay so yeah. let's, let's just recap quick before we come up with our last ones rough riders anthem big Pimpin', ban from tv even though i love it now and get your freak <laughs> on Okay, so people are gonna think we have an issue with the verses, guys. All right, that's fine. (laughs) Um, (laughs) The last Uh, one on my list, I think this is the worst song in the history of mankind. Oh, wow. Dilemma by Nelly and Kelly. Throw that song in the trash. It is. No matter what I do. Bro, do you
1: know what? I'm not gonna lie. I did like it at the time. I can't oh, listen to it now, though.
0: Did they play that in the um, the Luda uh, Nelly battle? I think he did. Oh, that song is horrible. Yeah. I... It's so sticky and soggy and just...
1: And I got caught up in the hype, you know, because I went to Florida. I went to see my cousins in Fort Lauderdale. I went out there for Independence Day and hot in here was obviously the single out at the time and the album had just dropped while i was out there and i was caught up in the hype and bought the album nellyville and yeah it's one of my worst purchases
0: i feel like that's the song where the label said okay you sold 10 million we're gonna push that commercial button hard Mm. hard um The song was a hit. I get it. Um, It spearheaded the whole... I I think Kelly Rowland even said in an interview, because of the success of that song, they had to basically ramp up and speed up the production of her solo debut. I think she recorded it in like two weeks because they wanted to capitalize on the success of that song.
1: Oh, they did her bad as well because that album wasn't good.
0: However, however... I'm gonna. I'm, I've got another controversial uh, opinion. Yeah. Can't nobody is better than anything Beyonce has put out in her life. Can nobody do it like me? Can nobody, nobody do it like me? That tune is bad. Wow. Well, I'm. I'm.
1: am I'm, I'm gonna stay quiet on that one. <clears throat> Why are you scared of the hive? I'm not scared of the hive, but I. I. I you're on. You're on your own on that hill.
0: Oh, yeah, man. I like being on my own. I'm fine. I like my own company. That's All right. I'm going to admit it. I haven't heard everything that Beyonce's put out. I loved some of the stuff on, was it, what was the album called? It was the one Formation was on and it was like Freedom and she had oh, just no, no, no. Yeah. That, that album was crazy. That album was crazy. I, I like Angry Beyonce, but she scares me at the same time.
1: Yeah. My thing on Beyonce. Um, apart from the first two albums, um, Dangerously in Love and B-Day, I was, I was on them albums like when they came out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then after that, I, 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 I love Beyonce. I think she's great. But with Beyonce, I have to be in the mood to listen to Beyonce. So I'm literally like, when it comes to Beyonce, I'm like a year behind so when Lemonade came out, I did. I hadn't listened, apart from hearing the singles that you'd hear on radio and whatever, in terms of listening to the album, I hadn't listened to that probably for another 18 months after that had come out. Okay. I was kicking myself because when I was listening to it, I was like, this album is bloody great. Um, and it was so funny because you remember when all the rumours when, when the album dropped were like did Jay-Z cheat on her? Beyonce and in, in my mind because obviously I, I hadn't listened to anything yet I'm like he ain't done nothing I said why is Jay-Z going to put out an album on his label about him cheating on his like nah shut up man stop feeding it's probably just artistic blah 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 and then when I actually listened to the album I was like
0: oh well yeah he, he did he, yeah
1: he did do something
0: but it's funny you mentioned Why would he put out An album on his label About him cheating Bro This is Beyonce Beyonce is not subject To the rules Of us mere mortals. Hey, that's true You gotta remember That she's Beyonce bro Like You have The music industry And then you have Beyonce Right She is her Own genre Beyonce You yeah, gotta respect amazing. it Yeah she's She's dope But I still think Can't Nobody is better than Most of her catalogue And that's just me controversial what's the last song you hate gosh, gosh. go ahead and cancel yourself I, I want this for, for for the records just in case we've got to bring it up in the future go ahead uh,
1: again oh, I was gonna say Emily Lil Wayne okay okay <laughs> now at the time I, I think what I do like the production. Bangly and even dish. though, even though it's not massive, when you when you when you when you realise the little sample they took, and then obviously turned it into a smash, can't deny that. But again, I really, apart from Outcasts, Goody Mob, and a few other acts, I never really had love for. Or I, I don't want to say I didn't have love. I never really gave much time to artists from the South. And I wasn't a fan of this the sound of No Limit or Cash Money. So Little Wayne was someone I never really listened to. Um now when the Carter 3 dropped, I mean it was that's all you heard. In people's cars, people's you know, that's all you heard. And again, this song was just one I was just like mm. Now you gotta admit, at that time, that was what two thousand eight. Carter three was two thousand eight. I think so. I Think so. I was. I was again. My ears were. I was heavy into Strange Fruit Project, and oh, I see. I was. I was literally the other end of the, the spectrum, right? So again, it wasn't really. And again, everyone was on Carter three. I didn't listen. Actually, listen to that album. Um and Will can even confirm. I was one there was one night I was at Will's, we was going through albums. I said, okay, put this car free on, let me see what all this hype was about. And this is like a good year and a half after, because I hadn't listened to it. Um but yeah, at first I didn't really like the beat. Because it was it was just super repetitive and monotonous. And with little Wayne, you have, you have to really sometimes catch what he's saying. So for me, it was just like, uh, It's just, it's just a noisy buzz in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get cancelled. I'm sorry, guys. However, I can appreciate that tune
0: now. Same here. I'm, I'm not crazy about it either. Um, yeah, I'm not crazy about it. But everybody was freestyling on it at the time. So even if you didn't like it, you had to hear it. Yeah. And I, and I think my appreciation for the actual, the, I guess, the, the, the beat or the music side has come since I've started making music myself. Right. So do you think being a producer now has enabled you to kind of go back or even hear music that you wouldn't necessarily make and think, you know what, I can appreciate that because because it's the same thing for me as an MC. like, like As I start to write more, you know, even someone like a Wayne, and I want to touch on him later. Is like you can appreciate. Okay, I, I, I can see what he was doing there, or why someone would like that. Is it the same for producers? For,
1: well, for me, yes. Uh, and yeah, when when we talk about some of the songs that I like or love, um, again, yeah, it's going to end that you'd think, oh, you. People that know me, you probably think, no, oh, you like that. I think that's, that's come from me taking producing a bit more seriously and appreciating different sounds and um, the different subgenres within within hip-hop as well. Dope,
0: dope, dope. Okay, since you mentioned earlier that you you were anti-bling-bling
1: uh, yeah.
0: um, and you weren't necessarily a fan of artists from the South and you weren't really plugged into cash money, we're gonna move on to the songs and the artists that we love, okay. and these are some of the artists that people wouldn't think we love. Okay, so bear in mind everything I just said. You were anti bling bling. You weren't <laughs> on the south, <laughs> and you weren't into Wayne. I love everything that ever came out of Cash Money Records. Bear in mind, I'm talking everything up until the Carter Three, but mainly. Mainly up until Juvie the Great, which was the album that Juvenile did after he came back to Cash Money and then left again. Cash Money. You see, listen, yeah. Manny Fresh is one of the greatest producers of all time. And let me tell you why. Not only does this man have his own sound. okay? I think any of the the, the greats or the goats we talk about, DJ Premier, Pete Rock, J.D., Large Professor, Dr. Dre, DJ Quick, Battle Cat. You can can see where I'm going, right? Each of those producers have their own unique sound. So the moment you press play, you know, okay, I'm listening to, um, I'm listening to, I'm just going to pluck a name. I'm listening to Lord Finesse, for Mm -hmm. example. Manny Fresh is one of those producers, and I don't think he gets the credit. And I have a theory as to why. Similar to Havoc from Mob Deep, similar to Q-Tip, I think when most of your production is group-focused mm. or it's very in-house or you predominantly work with one act, yeah. people tend to overlook Overlook you, it, yeah, right? totally. So as opposed to a DJ Premier who at one point I was convinced he was producing for everybody. Like, in the 90s, I don't, you know, none of the albums I bought or most of them had a track from DJ Premier. He produced for everybody. Mm. Um, Manny Fresh suffers from that in the sense that most of his stuff was cash money. However, I do think it's his his biggest strength. This brother produced the sound for an entire label. An entire region. Bro, he did every album for like 10, 15 years. Yes, yeah, man. He brought in um, guitar players. He brought in keyboard players, but bro, he would make the tracks. He would mix them. He'd record them. He did everything. And that's why it burns me like to acidic levels. To hear, <laughs> to hear this man talk about, I didn't get paid what I was owed. Could yeah. you imagine yeah.
1: the amount of
0: money that he not only generated, but it's like the money he, he's saying that he's missed out on, that he's not been paid. Literally millions, bro.
1: Yeah, and like I say, I, I'm not overly familiar. However, I do watch a lot of, you know, the Mass Appeal um, rhythm roulettes. Mm-hmm. They had a Sprite version where they it was almost done in front of like a very small audience. Mm-hmm. Um, you had Georgia and Muldrow do one. You had Just Blaze do one. And you had and Manny Fresh also did one. Mm-hmm. And he he cooked up Sick beat And I was like oh, okay. I mean it didn't make me Want to go back to Listen to You know Early Cash Money stuff But Just seeing him on the spot Do his thing mm-hmm. Knowing of him Knowing the name But not really familiar With his work But Just seeing him cook up On the spot
0: I was like yeah Yeah the dude is I love Many Fresh, man, Like All the stuff he did For Cash Money 400 Degrees By Juvenile One of my favourite albums Of all time we on a paper chase, we got your block on fire, remaining a G. Love it. Yeah, love I just don't
1: think I'd ever press play on a juvenile album. You're looking <laughs> real
0: good once you back that ass up. Boom, 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 Yeah, um, I might, so, yeah I love you might have to give me a playlist. Bro, I've got a many fresh playlist ready to go. Ready to go. Hot boy stuff. Um, oh, we on fire. Respect my mind. Chopper City in the Ghetto, BG classic album, bro. Oh yeah,
1: you're gonna have to you're gonna have to educate me on those.
0: Listen, I will gladly share with you. Um, what what other albums? You got the first first two Hot Boy albums, Guerrilla Warfare. Um, and what was the first one called? Get it how you live. Four hundred degrees, Chopper City in the ghetto. What else did they do? Um, baller blocking soundtrack. Come on, man! Come <laughs> on! Come on! Classic big timers. Gator boots with the pimped out Gucci suit. I love all of that, bro. That's me all day. Ask anyone who knows me. Like, ask. next time you see Roxy, ask her. How much does Chris love cash money? And let's block an hour out of your diary. Because I love love cash money. I love everything they've done. And I have a a very special place in my heart for Manny Fresh and his contributions. So that's why I, I took it quite personally with the whole versus thing. And, you know, all right, Scott Storch, you know, handled business. But whatever you do, please do not ever in your life... Think Manny Fresh don't get busy. Don't ever do that. I do think for the verses though, they should have put him up against um, Beats by the Pound, so KLC and all them man. There, I think that yeah. would have been um. Who, so those are the guys who did most of the stuff for for No Limit. I just think you know with the history, the tension, the competitiveness, and you know just the importance of both labels, not only yeah. to southern hip hop but to the culture as a whole. That's my dishwasher, by the way. Um, I think it would have just been a, a, a better matchup. so what's next for you man uh, what, were we, what were you saying we were so saying. we're talking about songs and artists that we love that people may not think we love or they'll be surprised that we actually love them
1: so, yeah, I, start,
0: I started with an entire um, label shock me <laughs> go on walk it like I talk it. who's that Migos I've never heard that song.
1: Walk it walk it talk it. It was the lead single off of Culture 2. Oh man.
0: Um and again that's a really long album, right?
1: Uh oh, it's like yeah, it's like 20 some songs. It, it is long. But again, it's one of those ones where me making beats I was I was mainly well most of my beats are boom boom bap ish um lo-fi ish more recently um and again i was one of those i'm not that person anymore but i was one of those guys five years ago i ain't making no trap i ain't making tra- blah, trap 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 is this this blah 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 and then i can't remember what album i listened to and i was like I don't know. Just the sounds, just it just got me. Who produced it? um, That is a good. Touching the credits. I should know. How does it go?
0: Walk it like I talk
1: it. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. And the video is wicked. The video is like, um, it's set in like you know, like the soul train. Okay. Yeah, and um, Drake. I think Drake. Drake features on there as well. Yeah, it's just got the bounce for me. When it comes to like trap beats, and uh, uh, most of them are, uh, and if you if you know my production, it is very minimal. So I really, I just, I just gravitate to minimal, um, minimal production, and it just has that bounce. And I just like the way. Again, I never can really make out what them guys are saying, but I just love the way they just flow, the way they just sound on the beat. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those But people that know me and Or know the type of music That I listen to coming up
0: You'd probably be surprised Like what, you listen to Migos?
1: But yeah, I like to Delve into Migos from time to time But yeah, walking, walk, talking
0: I'm going to listen to it After after we finish recording They've got a couple of songs I do like I don't know the titles of them um, But I think every, every once in a while What I do is I just kind of dip in To some different yeah. bags That I'm not really used to Just to kind of just to kind of hear what's going on. Um, I often dip out very quickly afterwards, <laughs> but it's just, you know, if you're going to have a water cooler conversation in the office and someone brings up, you know, Migos, you can have some kind of reference point for that. Yeah. Another song that people will be shocked to know that I love I like the way you do that right there. Swing your hips when you're walking, let down your hair. Listen, bro. (laughs) Ah, Now that tune's sick. I was in Miami (laughs) when that song was at its peak, yeah? Right? So I heard it when I was in London. A couple of weeks later, I went to Miami. So I'm in the clubs in Miami when that song comes on. Brother, man. There's something
1: about tunes when you're in another country. Yes. It
0: just
1: it just bangs different. Bro,
0: I was in Miami when um grinding by the clips reached the peak. It was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, I, I remember imagine. being at a pool party, right? I'm gonna stunt a bit. Fat Joe was there, um DJ Khaled, Mr. Cheeks, and uh the um the R and B artist that we can no longer listen to was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, And um when when grinding came on, you know, bam bam bam. Right, People started slapping yeah. the water To the drum beat So oh. imagine people slapping the water There was water everywhere But bruv, I've never seen anything like that in my life So you're definitely right it's, it's, it's about the setting That you hear a song So imagine being in a club And this allegedly happened Um, You know, you dance with a young lady And Fronting comes on Fronting, Jay-Z and Pharrell Now, oh, I hate that song Previously, what? yeah I hated it Hated it Oh, I love that. However, uh, okay. mm. dancing with a young lady at the time—I I was a single man. You hear that song differently afterwards. Mm. You're like, "Oh, I get it now." You know, like um, Consequence and Kanye. Oh, I see now. It was yeah. just like it was just like that. However, not to go off on a tangent, hearing right there in Miami. And the remix with Trina and Jermaine Dupri, I swear to you, they were playing it on the radio like every hour on the hour. So I think it was Right There and Lean Back and In Those Jeans by genuine,
1: oh, You couldn't yeah. stop hearing it. That was a time, man. That was a good, tie, man. Was a good time, man. Love that song.
0: Love, love that song, bro. I love that song so much. I went out, I bought the album and I bought Chingy's second album too, Powerballing. I have time for Chingy I have time for it
1: No I never got into Chingy Chingy did um, One call away innit
0: He did With uh, Jason Jason Weaver The voice of The voice of Simba Simba. Yeah His royalties must be crazy Yeah Yeah Yeah, his royalties are mad But yeah Right there by by Chingy Love it To this day Deontay Wilder To this day To this day (laughs) To this day Um, What's next on your list
1: bro I've got one, it's not necessarily the song um, that you would probably think, oh, you like the song, because when you hear the song, you would be like, ah, oh, I can see why you like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's probably more the artist, but the, the song title's called "Oops Revenge, and it's by an artist called Trippy Red. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've got a little bit of time. I don't listen too much, but I've got a bit of time for Trippy Red. I like Trippy Red because... He's, very melodic. Um and I can understand what he's saying, which is another thing. When I when I listen when I listen to those type of artists, I need to at least understand what what you're saying. Um however this particular track, Imps Revenge, is more of a soulful boom bat track. Obviously he's predominantly like those trap and melodies and dark melodies. But yeah, Umps Revenge, if you listen to it, you will you as soon as you hear it you'll be like I get why he likes it but Trippy red as an artist yeah you'd probably be surprised I listen to him but yeah the, the, the one thing that kind of makes me sad when I listen to people like Trippy red and juice world rest in peace is you can hear a lot of turmoil in this in their music
0: yeah it was the, it was the same thing with um triple X
1: yeah and it, and I'm look as a lot of artists will share their term, but these are young guys, man, and that's I think that's what just made it a little bit more sad to listen to. When you know, when you when you kind of get over the how dope or how cold the beat is, and then you kind of like, okay let me actually just take the time to listen to what they're saying. You're like, wow, these people are really, really going through it. But yeah, you'd probably be surprised that I listened to Trippy Red.
0: But I'm very if you, listen,
1: if you listen to Oops Revenge. You'll you'll
0: understand You're you're suggesting songs man Like if I listen to them It's going to mess up All my Apple Music recommendations (laughs) And I don't know If I'm willing to take that risk You know Because if if I ever Have like You know on the the new releases section If I ever have Troopy Red Shove It's your fault Like it's your fault
1: Uh, Yeah man Give it a listen Give it a listen Okay
0: I will I haven't even got a number 3 Song that I love That I really shouldn't love Um, Have you? because um, I know you, you went in with the notes you even sent me a picture of the notebook and I'm like okay yeah. well uh, it's another song
1: I, I the, 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 musically I love the beat um, again it's probably another artist that you wouldn't associate me liking um, it was an EP from Young Thug called On The
0: Run um, and, you listen to way too much music bro
1: <laughs> and the song is actually called. It's the first track on the the EP called "On the Run," featuring Offset, produced by um, London on the track. Um, yeah, the beat the, the beat's just cold.
0: What's the song called? On the Run. And the EP's called
1: On the Run. Okay, all but right. Run the Run is spelled R
0: V N for some reason. Why but one do thing they do I do that? like
1: about Young, I don't know. One why, thing I do like about Why are all the songs
0: stuff? in all caps now? Like it's messing up my iTunes, man. <laughs> Okay. I don't
1: know, man, I guess they're just being artists. Oh, it's ridiculous. Go ahead. Um. Yeah, it's it's um, one thing I like about Young Thug. He he's not he's not afraid to just go and do something totally different. Like he's got one album. I can't remember the title of it, but it's it's easy, almost easy, it's almost country. Girls.
0: Pardon? Was it the Easy Breezy Thugger Girls? I swear that was an R and B album, but was it? I'm confused. Uh, I don't know enough.
1: Yeah, I I can't really reel off album titles. But I, I it. know he has a there, country There's one he did. He's very it was very yeah very country And I thought well, you know I kind of respect that that he can just go and kind of do his thing.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, but yeah, those are the, those are my three.
0: I've just remembered one. I, sorry, run run off your list again.
1: Walk it, talk it. By Amigos, On the Run by Young Thug, and Oops Revenge by Trippie Red.
0: Okay. Good list. I've got one that I want to add to it. Um, yeah. That country tune, Rumour. Um, oh my gosh. I forgot that, what the name of the song is, but that tune is hard.
1: It's hard. I remember Joe Budden played it a couple of months back. Yes, and, I was and like, it's actually out now.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I was like, oh my God, this is like the harmonies."
1: It's the way the harmonies, but then when you listen to what they're saying, it mm. just, it's mad. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and the harmonies are on point. On point. On, I'm like, Oh my, like These are actually singing goons Griselda, bro. Bro, it's, it's like, like
1: country, Griselda bro It's like Griselda and
0: country But you know what's even funny You mentioned Griselda West Side Gun is on the EP
1: Yes he's on the first track isn't he Yeah
0: bro I, When I heard it I'm like I felt proud man Because oftentimes, And not to go off on a tangent Country music has been the realm Of white people in the sense that When you think of I know for me Growing up Thinking of country music I thought of like Dolly Parton And all them people there And you know Dolly Parton and them men Are legends isn't it? Like you know Nine to five And all them tunes there And um, what's it is it, um, is it Darlene What's the song yeah, she Yeah um, Jolene Jolene Yeah I said Darlene You know Shout out to Darlene From Ozark But um <laughs> but Darlene's cold yeah, bro Darlene. Darlene's the real goon In that show you know She's the wow. real goon And now she's hooked up With um, Ruth Langmore We're gonna have a problem yeah, we're gonna have a problem anyway. Um, spoiler alert, uh, rumor is crazy, it's crazy, and I love the fact that young black artists are now very, it's not even to say now, but you know, country music is evolving, um, in the same way that hip hop is evolving. We sorry, just dropped. I'm playing around with Roxy's uh vape attachment, whatever that is. Um, the thing with. Us as young black kids you, Growing up in church right It was only until years later I realised that some of the songs we were singing Were country tunes Um, When I've gone The last mile Of the way Do you remember that song? Yeah. That's yeah. a country tune Um, What's the other one? One day at a time See sweet Jesus, Jesus ah, That's too- all I'm asking Of you It's a country song bro so, like, there's been country music in gospel. Black people been singing it, created it. Let's just call it what it is. So what I love is the fact that you've got these young black artists saying, no, we like country music too. Let's make some country music. Let's slap some 808s on there and talk about shooting people. Mm. I love Rumour. I'm actually going to buy that EP. That When I first heard it, it was like a revelation. And I was wondering, why hasn't someone done this sooner? Rumour. Big uh, up to really- Rumour. That, that, that tune is hard. So three songs that... I like that people wouldn't know I like Um, anything from cash money that Manny fresh produced right there by Chingy. I think it was produced by the track stars and the rumor tune. I can't remember the name of the title, but just type in rumor um, RMR. And I'm sure, I'm sure you can find it. I'm sure you can find it. Let's go onto the albums that we either love or hate and that people will be shocked to know that we love or hate. So I'm going to set it off. Album that I love that people wouldn't think I like, The Carter 2 by Little Wayne. Amazing, amazing, amazing album. Some of my favorite Little Wayne songs and verses are on that project. I love it. I, I I don't know what else to say. I just I just love it. I could listen to it from top to bottom. Um the only way I would even improve on that album is to have some many Fresh production on there. But to hear Little Wayne rapping over Heatmakers tracks um, was was a welcome surprise at the time. Love the album. So, um, wait,
1: so that is that your album that you secretly love, yeah. or love that you people wouldn't expect you to?
0: Yeah, exactly. That one okay. right there, "The Carter okay. two by Little Wayne. All day, all day, all day, okay. all day. All day. Um, what's the song? If you're gonna call him Wheezy. Then you must say the baby If you don't say the baby Then just don't say it at all That tune, yeah? Listen uh-huh. Bro, 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 bro <laughs> All day, love the album That's what Album I that I love Album that I
1: love That Talk you wouldn't to me. think 21 Savage, Issa
0: Okay, I've never
1: heard it. There was a tune. I think the big tune off of that album was called Bank Account, and it was one of them. It was literally just a guitar and an eight oh eight and the drums. The melody was like da 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 da. That was like the melody. Uh I can't remember who produced it. I want to say London on the track. I could be wrong.
0: Um, You've said his name a couple times I really need to dig into his
1: stuff Yeah London Trap But I mean, again for me it was one of those um, Albums where Production wise I just got it um, And of the Trap, trap realm Metro Booming for me Is my favourite mm-hmm. My favourite producer uh, I think the, the main producers on the album was Metro Booming Um London on the Track and Zaytoven okay
0: and Zaytoven he's another are you familiar with Zaytoven? Yeah, I, I don't know his music per se but I've heard the name a number of times um, and I know, I know he's highly regarded
1: check him out on YouTube because he, he still plays at church every Sunday bro
0: really? that's yeah hard. yeah
1: and, and he's very he's well respected by the people that he works with you know like the Gucci mains and all of that like I think like he has certain, I think he has like certain rules like in his studio. Like there'll be no this, no that, and they they all respect him. They all like, you
0: know. I'd like to hear that. But That's yeah,
1: cool. he he's he, yeah. There's the certain principles he still holds 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 strong to you know, mm-hmm. and he's he's there making making things happen. So okay, so um, twenty one savage, right. twenty one savage, bro. I'm just gonna. I'm going to try and move my laptop into another room.
0: OK, go ahead, man. So we are back. You have moved your laptop into a different room, and I would like to know why. I'm moving because I've
1: got a feeling my wife needs to
0: be in the kitchen. So
1: I'm ah, moving Mrs. my fingers.
0: It, it's Black Keys, isn't it?
1: Black key. Do you know what? I don't even think they even... In... They've gone out for a walk. Oh, so you've got the whole house to yourself. Yeah. So what's yeah. the problem? <laughs> because I think when I think when I think when she comes back she's going to want to prep some food or something for the okay. one. I don't want
0: to I don't want to get in the way of your food. So back to the topic. Oh, no, no,
1: I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Okay.
0: So back to the topic. You've got 21 Savage the Issa album. Yes. All right. It's a it's a great album proper. You continue to uh, you continue to ruin my algorithms, but that's Yeah,
1: funny. man.
0: I'm going to mess up your algorithm nicely for your oh, release Fridays. Oh, man. The second album on my list that people are shocked to find out that I love. And I think your boy, I think your boy Will is going to be very happy that I mentioned this. Harlem World by Mace. Yeah. Wait. Wait. A minute. Why would people not think you like that album? Because Mace is Mace. Nah bro, that
1: album mate. That album was my That was my six form years, man.
0: I understand what you're saying, but you know why? I tell you why. I tell you there was some, there was a conversation, I think it was in a group chat that we had back in the day that I left. Someone said that's the best album on Bad Boy. I don't know who said it, right? But that person was wilding like, <laughs> whiling. I'm like, better than Ready to Die, better than Life After Death? Better than Life Story? Nah. I think that's probably one of the key reasons why I left the group. I said, I can't really be dealing with this stuff. However, um, Harlem World by Mace. I think people don't give Mace the credit. Like, you know, he's a he was a very commercially viable act, obviously. I think he went triple, quadruple platinum on that album. But Mace knows how to rap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. he made great songs. Like, um what's um the opening song on the album do you want to get money come on oh, yeah, yeah 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 yeah
1: that whole that whole album is just great i mean for me 24 hours to live now again i said to you before i'm not a lyrics guy yeah i'm not one that just it, but DMX closing that song out Oh my mm-hmm. word It still gives me goosebumps Crazy
0: right? And I'm, I've got another Controversial opinion Mace knew When you were rhyming Next to DMX You have to go into A different bag Oh yeah you have to Listen to what listen to his verse On DMX's album I think that's one of the Greatest v- Mace verses Ever Especially at that time At that time When DMX gonna...
1: came out You you had no other choice But to level up
0: Yeah of course of course, but I'm going to go on record and think, I, I'm going to say that Mace on Niggas Done Started Something had my favourite verse. Sue me.
1: <laughs> Sue me,
0: hate me, hit me. Do whatever you want. I'm standing by that. Controversial thoughts, confessions. This is what we're dealing with today.
1: Yeah, Mace, Mace Harlem World, man. Love, 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 love. Great Harlem. album.
0: I don't love it as much as, I think, Life Story by Black Rob. Is a better album in terms of that whole bad boy canon, but Harlem World up there is high. It's high. You see,
1: now um, obviously I knew Woe, but it was it was years later that I actually listened to Life Story. But it was one that listening to it, I just like it. it, It's aged very well that album Mm -hmm. because you know there's sometimes there's some albums if you don't listen to it. You know when it drops or soon after, and you leave it some years, and you go back to because you know obviously sounds change and everything out. You know after so many years, that's true. It can be it can be a little bit like mm, nah, but yeah, that's an album I can still go back to now and still appreciate it, even though I didn't listen to it like when it first came out.
0: Me too. Well, I know I just said me too, but I loved Life Story from from the start. But I, I definitely agree in terms of listening to albums later on i do Hmm. think there is you know the you know the term beer goggles yeah that when you're drunk certain people may look more attractive to you Yeah. yeah i think there's a music equivalent of that and i think sometimes we go back and listen to albums that may not have been highly regarded or liked at the time and we compare it to the music of today and then think well it wasn't that bad yeah. I don't necessarily think the music is great, or it's even better. I do think subconsciously what we're doing is comparing it to the music of to music of today. And you know, for for some of us, we think the music of today is not of a certain quality; it, it lacks value. And that's a whole a whole other subject to discuss. But that's just a personal theory of mine.
1: Uh, and then there's sometimes you go back, and it's still trash. Like for example. In my list, worst sophomore album, Foxy Brown, China Doll.
0: She dropped the ball with that one, innit? That
1: is horrible. And you know, sometimes, again, you listen to something at the time, you're like, mm, but then a few years later, you think, let me go back. And, and you think, you know what, actually, track three actually all right. Track, yeah, I like tracks. Yeah, there's about four or five tracks I like of this. Mm-hmm. I tried that with the album and you no. Know, it's, it's funny, though, because I swear that's her most successful album. Yeah, it probably sold, it Probably did the numbers after the after how good Ill Nana was. But
0: yeah, I don't. I think who was on that album? You had Beanie Siegel was on, and Beanie Siegel and Memphis Bleak was on a song. Jay Z. Yeah, she. Yeah, they put. You know, Def Jam spent money on Foxy. You know. Yeah. They spent money on her, but nah, I'm not really a fan of that album either. Not really a fan of that album. Um, another um, album. Oh, oh, have I dropped the gun? Yeah, you jumped the gun.
1: I'm really, <laughs> I'm really messing up your algorithm. <laughs> oh
0: man, what you got for
1: me now? Drip or Drown Two by Gunner.
0: Okay, I'm finished. This this podcast is over. <laughs> I'm finished, bro.
1: These these are the artists that you like. Say you wouldn't necessarily think I'd listen to, but you know,
0: I'm gonna have to set up a, a whole new iTunes account for this. <laughs> uh, Drip nah, or bro.
1: Dr- <laughs> Drip. Or drown. What does that tune? mean? I don't know, man. You got Is to that drip. Is he referring to
0: drip as in like clothing and style?
1: Yeah, I, I would like to think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. But yeah, don't. I can't give you any lyrical breakdowns or anything. It's just a vibe. I love the beats. I can I can rock with it. I can drive to it. I can just have it on when I'm at work. It's just nice, bro. The beat. But again. I, I, I listen to a lot of things also just for just for, to hear production value and also just to get ideas for myself when I do make when I sometimes when I get into my trap bag or my you know when I get into that bag, I like to listen to how things are done, arrangements, sound selections and stuff. so yeah, but that's, that's again that's, that's for me very easily digestible album. I can actually let that one run. And it's not too long. I think it's only about 12, 13 tracks.
0: Okay.
1: Um, Drip or drown. It's like a, it's like he's under water and it's like a... For the whole Greek. album? No, no, no. The album cover.
0: Okay. Drip drown. Yeah, Drip,
1: or drown. Like, right. yeah, Drip or
0: drown too, yeah. All right. Well, I have one more, one more album and it's not necessarily an album. It's an artist. Um, <laughs> it's an artist that I like and people wouldn't, just because of the controversy around this person's name. Okay. Right. Benzino. Benzino was a part of the almighty RSO. He he helped start the source. Um but as an MC he's not really rated and I get that part. However, his albums, I really like his albums. I've never listened to a Benzino album. Bro, the Benzino project, yeah. I know he must have called in all his favors from the source, but he had fabulous on there. Black Rob, Pink, Puffy was on it. Um, bro, he had Teddy Riley on production. Did he? Yeah, he had a tune with um Scarface and Snoop called um Figado. It was on the rough uh not rough. Rush Hour soundtrack as well. You know me. Get that dough figado I love the album bro I don't know why don't I, don't know. I think I know why actually um have you ever heard of the hangman 3 no so hangman 3 is a production uh, group it's benzino and two other brothers and their names escape me at at, at the moment but okay. the hangman 3 production is absolutely crazy it's it's nuts bro like if you like boom bap old school traditionalist classic type beats Mm. you know it's it's amazing so hangman 3 you know the uh stillmatic intro yeah that's hangman 3 yeah um well they've done stuff for core mega verbal graffiti go and listen to some of those old source compilations as well bro there was a benzino had a duo called the untouchables young L O, young hardy um, if they were still around now, they would have fit real nice into that whole Griselda, um, Crime Apple, Rock Marcy type movement that's that's been going on for the for the last decade. They would have yeah. fit nicely in there. I love Benzino's albums, that um, Rock the Party tune with Mario Winans. Loved it. Oh, Mario do, 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 do. Bro, I'm going to listen to that album after this.
1: Uh oh, Benzino,
0: oh. and so again. Should I, should I make you a Benzino playlist?
1: Nah, don't, because you can see if I've added it to my library or not. And if I haven't, <laughs> uh, you're gonna feel like you wasted your time, bro.
0: Don't get Dark Adams upset, you know. You don't be talking crazy about Boston. He's not gonna have it. No. He's not having it. But um, yeah, Benzino. Lo- I love his albums. Even the um, he had an album called Arch Nemesis, and there was a tune on there. It was an Eminem disc called Killer. Yeah. With the with the Untouchables, who I mentioned before, great, great, great song. And he had another album called The Antidote, which I like too. I just like the production and the guests. It's not so much him, but I do think he deserves credit for his production contributions as part of Hangman Three and being able to kind of A and R and put projects together and get guests on certain tracks and have them on the right songs. I think he deserves yeah. a lot more credit.
1: Okay. Hmm. Okay. An artist that I love. I've, I've grown to love uh, Let me just go into my Apple Music now Because I actually want to do oh, name flexing now. He's
0: flexing He's flexing No, I
1: just want to name Now This artist I'm sure you Denzel Curry I've heard of him Right Now The first Album I Kind of heard from this guy was his 2016 album or mixtape whatever you want to call it it was called imperial
0: pun intended Uh, yeah
1: (laughs) and i never i never liked it then in 2018 he dropped an album called taboo is this the one where he's on the cover with the car no that one is zoo okay that came out last year right that album's also good, but it's not as good as Taboo. I think Taboo is gonna probably go down as his, as his best, mm-hmm. and it's it's like broken down into three sections. Um, but he's one of these guys where yes, he's of the new generation, you know, the the mumble rap generation, but. There's no mumbling from this guy. You're you you, you you're hearing everything he's saying. And his beats are cold as well. And he's, he has a good... On this Taboo album, he has a good mix of... Well, I kind of call it Boom Trap. Because it's not Boom Bap, but he's got... He has his me- melodic trap beats, but then he has beats where he's actually barring as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the album covers a little bit weird. Uh, he's got like a white his face painted white and then one of his eyes is black very weird
0: these guys are these guys are so weird man
1: yeah taboo it's taboo but it's spelled ta one 3 0 and everything's in couples sorry guy
0: <laughs> you know when you know when someone's trying too hard to be you know, and I'm from I'm from the you know I grew up in the 90s, man. So I know Duck Records didn't necessarily have the best spelling either. But it's just enough is enough now. Like, can we just neaten things up and just tighten up on the admin, please? Yeah, Go
1: ahead. he's got he's got a dope track called Sirens um, featuring JID or Jid. You'll definitely like that.
0: I like JID. I like JID. But yeah,
1: give I I'll definitely give that album a listen to, and then he did a. Um, he did a dope EP that came out earlier this year, um, produced by Kenny
0: Beats. You know what? I saw that on Bandcamp and you know you know what I thought I thought that cover looks so similar to um, Stress, The Extinction Agenda by Organized Confusion. Yes, yeah. And I was confused, pun intended, again. <laughs> it's a nice cover though, but I just thought I just thought stress when I saw it.
1: There's a couple of nice beats that you'd like. And then there was an EP that I went back to listen to because what I did after checking out the Taboo album, I went back to Imperial and I kind of like, oh, OK, yeah, I kind of kind of get this now. There's an EP. I'm trying to find it. Um, these guys should be so many. So- ah, called 13. And there's only five tracks on there. And that's pretty cold as well.
0: All right. Um, so there's yeah, there's
1: there's Yeah.
0: Okay, so just run through your list again of so, album and artists you love.
1: Album and artist. so uh, Isa by 21 Savage, mm-hmm. Drip or Drown 2 by Gunner and
0: Denzel Curry. Have you noticed something? It sounds like we're really biased against South music, more so you. I'm blaming you. <laughs> don't worry. So you don't like Cash Money? Albums that, albums that you like That people wouldn't think you like Are all Southern artists as well Don't
1: worry, There's I've a theme got a here. couple more
0: oh, a theme there. Don't worry. So my three albums and artists That I love that you wouldn't you wouldn't uh, Assume I love First one is The Carter 2 by Lil Wayne Number mm-hmm. two, Harlem World by Mace And number three is Anything By Benzino or produced by The Hangman 3 More confessions These are just more thoughts and I'm just going to run through them quickly Okay all Right this one's big. Once upon a time, all right, you know me, let's bring it to the present day. I love sample-based hip hop. I love anything that's considered indie underground, what I, I personally call high chess hip hop, right? Yep. You mentioned that with yep. like Billy Woods and all that, and Elucid and, and them type of people. Yeah. There was a time I used to call Mad Lib, and Doom, an artist of their ilk, weirdo rap. I wasn't on it. Uh, no, I, no I, I'm with you. But people are shocked because that's my life right now. And I, tell yeah. you, I can tell you why I wasn't on it. Two, I had my... Bl- one, sorry. I can tell you why I wasn't on it. Two, no, one. <laughs> I was really in my Rockefeller phase. It was only Rockefeller. Right. Dynasty, Blueprint, all that stuff. I wasn't even aware that I was listening to madly before I even knew who he was because he did some production on liquidation by the alcoholics. He did a song called killing it featuring exhibit. And I was a big exhibit fan. I love the track, but this is when I had people taping stuff for me. So I didn't have any liner notes and the internet wasn't really popping like that. So mm. I wasn't really sure who, who did what tracks, but, um, I remember hearing, uh, the official, by J-Lib. It was on yeah. a DJ Babu compilation called Duck Season. And when I heard... Dum, 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 I was like, what is that? I just fell in love with the beat. I saw it produced by Mad Lib. And I, I think it's worth mentioning the fact that I fell into this underground indie rabbit hole was a catalyst from the Little Brother album. So once okay. I heard the listening... I got my first computer. I was on the forums, actively searching for music. As a result, I, I fell into the whole stone's throw rabbit hole, rhymesayers, I discovered Cunning Linguists, Odyssey, Low Budget, Kev Brown, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, there was, there was a time where Mad Lib and Doom and all that was weirdo rap to me. Mm. And My boy worked in HMV at the time. Shout out to Jameson. And I remember asking him, you know, what what stuff is selling? Because he used to work on the till. So I used to say to him, like, what's the what what, what hip hop albums are selling? So I'm expecting him to come to tell. I, I expected him to come and tell me, oh, Jay Z and all that stuff is selling. And it was. He was like, bro, all oh, that Quasimodo stuff. Oh man. He's like, that's what's selling. I said, yeah. He's like, bro, it's sold out, Quasimodo. Um, He was big on RA The Rugged Man He's like All that indie stuff Is just selling out Yeah And then when I finally Heard Mad Villain I'm like Okay I am in All way All the way I was in Yeah
1: Quasimoto man That Yes Sir Whatever album Oh
0: man It's crazy I've got a a Quasimoto random fact actually I remember a friend of mine At the time Sent some music of mine Over to Stone's Throw um, For them to hear He was like Look you should work With this guy um And he actually got a response From Stonethrow They're like yeah this guy can rap But we don't like his voice uh-huh. And then my response was But you put out Quasimodo Exactly Um, But that's just a random I was a bit salty at the time But I understand I understand But yeah, yeah. Hip-hop confession Once upon a time I hip-hop thought Madlib and Doom Were a bunch of weirdos And get them out of here
1: <laughs> Do you want to hear <laughs> Hip-hop confession of mine
0: Go ahead Ah-ah! Go ahead Uh, I can't wait to hear this Album I've never heard
1: I have actually now heard it Because it finally came on Apple Music On Tuesday Well I saw it pop up on Tuesday Uh
0: oh Uh -oh. Yeah Can I make make a guess? Yeah Living Proof, Group Home No Okay Well I've lost What, What album is it? The Firm what
1: I know, I know, I know. Now, I yeah, I've never been on
0: um, Apple Music for a while,
1: though. No, I've been looking for it. I've been because it's one I've just never listened to, and I've always wanted to listen to it. Yes, I'm a Nas fan. Yes, I like Foxy Brown. Uh-huh. I like Hazy. Now, I like Trap Masters, and I like Dr. Dre. Now, I'm listening to it, obviously, twenty plus years after its release. huh. But I'm listening to it with fresh ears. Right. I loved it. I'm not saying it's classic or anything but I was trying to understand why did because I knew it got it got kind of knocked in that's putting it nicely bro well yeah some people want to say it was a flop I I don't know if it was a flop because I guess
0: Dr. Dre Dr. Dr. Dre was. (laughs) well but I I don't think it was that bad I was outside when this album came out and I think a lot of people were disappointed for me I can only speak for myself Cormega Mega wasn't on it um, and that's something that we were looking forward to nature. Yeah, was nature? nature. yeah. Nature was his replacement. I just think when you look at the names and the level of talent that were involved, not only from the right inside, you've got Nas, one of the greatest ever. You've got Foxy Brown, who was the female at that time, along with the Kims, the Kims of this world and whatnot. You also had AZ, who's one of those rappers that never gets his props because he's been amazing forever. Um, Trackmasters, masters you mentioned dr dre on paper this album should not lose however because of all those names is why i think the album lost too many you're you're a west indian guy you've heard the term um too much iron fire yeah there were too many chefs in the kitchen it didn't have a focused sound or direction for me mm. um it seemed like they wanted to go the commercial route, the commercial route rather um, but still keep, it was, it was, the Firm album came out in that weird time where there was a lot of box ticking going on with the albums where you had, you know, your song for the women, you had your Spanish sounding song, and then you had your um, commercial song, Firm Biz. And, you know, and I think it also came out at the tail end of that whole mafioso fascination. Yeah. So by the time it came out to me, it sounded a a bit dated, if I'm going to be honest. But there are songs on there that I love. I love Desperados. Cannabis's verse on there is just insanity. I love Firm Beers. Phone Tap I like, but I don't love it. Um, But I will say this. The best Firm song is not even on that album. Check out Time. There's a song, um, Nas, Nature and AZ... Produced by Dr Dre That samples Careless Whisper By George Michael Just go on YouTube And listen to it It's it's incredible You're like Why is this song Not on the album? Oh uh, yeah I'm looking for that Yeah it's crazy Please listen Please listen to that song It's one of Nature's best verses I put it above the, the verse on band TV Which we talked about earlier Yeah But time by the firm I'm just giving you My perspective of why Why people At the time Including myself Weren't necessarily Bowled over with that album Mm. But I'm, I'm
1: quite shocked you just heard it yeah i don't i've I, I got a couple that are on my list that i still have not heard and i i didn't want to say it the carter 2 okay you've never heard it never never listened to it all right you got
0: homework
1: to do today the, and and the thing is the first the first carter album i listened to was carter 3 and i did really enjoy that album um and then i listened to carter 4 which i liked as well but i never i'm kind of like in my mind i'm thinking okay i liked carter 3 and i liked carter 4 am i gonna like carter 2 going you know going backwards now am
0: i gonna i think you will
1: so yeah that's one and then another one on my list oh gosh i'm gonna get killed operation doomsday excuse me i know i know and i know. Shall we just shall we just end this now
0: You've never heard it, even now. Nah,
1: even now, I haven't got round to it. I've, I've, I've got it in the library, but I've just not. Mercy to Jesus. Round. Oh Lord.
0: <laughs> why don't you, kill like, okay, me, guys. I've got a question for you. I've got a question for you. You know, I'm not here to judge or or shame you. Um, why haven't you listened to it? Like, what what's been the delay? What's been the delay?
1: Uh, do you know what? I actually don't even know. MF Doom. Again, MF Doom. I only really heard of MF Doom once. I kind of got more aware of like people like Madlib and you know the artists on Stone Street. But I just never. Oh, you might hear my little one
0: now. Let's just good. come back. Um, the missus just um, came in and, and left.
1: Yeah, I've, I've just never. I don't know what it is. I've just not got round. I've just not got round to it.
0: I think we're gonna have to do. A, we're gonna have to do a follow up episode, right? So the albums. That you've told me to listen to, we'll do. We'll come back. I'll do a review, and you do the same with the albums that you haven't heard. Yeah, man. Yeah, we'll do the follow up. All right. Okay. Proceed.
1: Yeah, but yeah, it's just it's just one I've never. Um, obviously, the Mad I've listened to, but yeah, I've, even the um, the food. You've never heard food. Oh my gosh,
0: yeah. Oh. I
1: know. I know. I know, guys. I know. I know. I know. Do you know what? That's that's going to be my homework right this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna play those two albums this week.
0: We're but coming yeah. back. We're coming back. We're, we, have to, we have to do a follow up. This is yeah. Nuts. Just never,
1: never. Yeah, just never, never got round to it.
0: I know. I said I wouldn't judge you, <laughs> but I'm judging you now. I'm judging <laughs> you. Just so you know.
1: Oh,
0: but it's funny, you know.
1: I, I was talking to um, Sus the other day as well. Shout out to Sus. And, and you know. You know, he, he knows of my upbringing as well. And, you know, obviously in a in a Christian, strong Christian household, you know, where secular music wasn't, okay, you might have a bit of reggae or whatever, but it was, you know, there wasn't really like hip hop being played in the house. None. Um, and it, w- it wasn't until I was obviously then older and I was buying my own music and stuff. And then even then I would be mindful of what I would be buying and listening to in the home. Um. So yeah, there were certain things that I just didn't buy at the time, or just for example, um, if take, take for example Wu Tang, when they came out with what Thirty Six Chambers,
0: Enter
1: mm-hmm. Thirty Six Chambers, that was what ninety three. Yep, I was twelve.
0: Mm. So you weren't you were outside
1: at twelve? I wasn't buying music. Yeah, at at twelve. It was still, I wasn't, well, there wasn't really much hip-hop being played in my house. So it was only till when I then got old and I'm still, and then I'm obviously, I, I then like who I like. And then you know of certain groups and artists, and, you think, and then it's just, sometimes it's a matter of time just getting to it. Uh, don't worry, guys, I have listened to Wu-Tang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you
0: Yeah, you did. I would have deleted everything we recorded. And I would have deleted this entire podcast from the face of the internet if you had no, told no, no, me no, no, you no, had no. thirty six chambers. We can't have that. We're a hip hop podcast, no, bro. No, no, we can't no, have no. that. Like this, you know, there's certain rules and codes, innit? it? Like we can't have
1: yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't worry, don't worry, guys. Don't worry, don't worry. But yeah, so there's, so, so there's certain things. Obviously, that doesn't apply to MF Doom because I was outside then. But you know, there's certain things you think, ah, uh, you got it on your list to get to, but you just haven't got to it. But this will this will accelerate things.
0: Yes, and we're going to do the follow up episode. We have to. Another controversial thought I have: there is a song called "Troy," <laughs> reminisce like it reminisce over you, by Pete Rock and CL Smooth. One of my favorite acts ever. Yeah, "Troy" is one of the greatest songs ever written. Um, I think it. I think we'd be doing it an injustice to call it a classic hip hop song. I think it's a cultural monument and reference point for black people and just for lovers of music. I don't think it's their best song, though. Like, when you speak to people about Pete Rock and, and CL Smooth, but even just Pete Rock on his own, it's like, I find everyone mentions Troy, 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 Troy. It's the song they close with at all their shows. Yeah, it's like Prince song. and Purple Rain. It's like, yeah, yeah, and I'm just they've like... They've got more than that. They've got know? more than that. Like... Yeah. The con- the controversial confession I have to, I have to share with you is that I don't even think Troy is in their top ten. If I was to put together a Pete Rock and CL Smooth top ten, yeah. Troy wouldn't be in it. I love songs like "Sun Won't Come Out." Um, for Pete's well, you know sake, what? I'm like a that. main ingredient guy. Me too. I'm a main ingredient guy. And Me that's, too. that's not,
1: that's not knocking Mecca and the Soul Brother, but that's a classic. If you said Which album do you prefer It's
0: main ingredient for me Me too Like um, Searching Oh um, stop it I got a love uh, What's the other one But let me welcome you To Carmel City now City The city oh. And the ladies got to Hit you off Come on Come on I get physical <sighs> Sun, won't, Sun come won't come out Sun won't come out Yeah I love Sun won't come out Like That's my favourite song From that project
1: Take you there Yeah It's this Yeah
0: Troy is amazing, but I also think this is testament to just how amazing their catalog is. That to me, Troy is not even top 10. I know Troy is almost like the hip hop rites of passage. It's one of those songs you would have had to have heard or listened to at least 568 times. But for me, I I pass over that song and I love it and I listen to it every time it comes on. Um, but no, it's not the it's not the Pete Rock song that I hold dearest to my heart. Yeah, Confessions, man.
1: I got <laughs> so I got three artists that I don't know. Some people might think I'd like maybe at least two of the three people might assume that I like, but I really actually I don't know. I think don't like is probably the wrong way, wrong choice of words i go with the first one which I know for sure like Young Jeezy
0: okay
1: and I don't want to say I don't want to I don't like him I, I actually like him as a person or what I see of him as a person but music I just can't I've just it's just not it's it's never resonated with me his last album that he dropped and again I'm going to have to look for it because obviously I'm not a big Jeezy head so I can't um Oh, what was it called? Was it like? The
0: last Jeezy album.
1: The last Jeezy album isn't came that out last. Wasn't the one last, oh, that the one last with summer? The, um... Legend of the Snowman.
0: Okay, okay. I haven't heard. I haven't heard a Jeezy album since the recession. I've got a confession to make as well. Yeah, the, the recession.
1: Yeah, that album. I'm not going to lie. I actually liked it, and I know you're a big sequence guy. I I, I would probably say from. Track ten to the end, to so the last eight tracks, it's just perfect.
0: And this is the Legend of the Snowman album.
1: Legend of the Snowman album, yeah. Okay. Uh, the way that album closes out, great. And my boy Gunner's is on there as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, more homework to do. Jeezy, GZ, Jeezy's just. I uh, guess yeah, people can say, "Oh, you don't got no love for the South." But yeah, his music has just not been one that's resonated with me. <laughs> ah. another one. Oh gosh this is going to sound this is going to sound wrong I don't mean it to sound wrong because he has individual songs that I like he has one album that I actually do love Ludacris bro like I my, said my heart just stopped my heart just stopped no 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 let me, let me finish let me finish no there are songs that I do like and love but again he's, he's one for me album wise I've never been able to Go from start to finish, apart from Ludiversal. and I know that's one of his later albums. But that album's incredible,
0: though. But it's a great album. That album doesn't get the love it deserves. It doesn't. That just blaze track the Michael Jackson sample. Um, this is this has been my world.
1: Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh.
0: There's a song that um they say the grass is always green around the other side, always trying to catch another high. Ugh. Great song.
1: The the album's great, but. Is uh, yeah, I just and again, I like the I like the songs like all his singles, most of his singles. Yet, yeah, but I've just really struggled to um, go through with, go through an album from start to finish.
0: Bro, you really have to um, take the time to revisit. Yeah, I probably should say I don't
1: like. It's probably just albums that I don't enjoy. I, I like Luda. Again, he's an artist, and obviously with his acting with the fast, he's he's someone a personality that I do actually like. But I struggle. Oh, I don't even want to tell you what my last one is. Then,
0: oh, go ahead, man. This is these are confessions. This is to cleanse yeah. your soul. Let okay, it out. just let it out. Let it flow. Last one, Cameron. Uh there you go. So you don't like Cameron again? He's,
1: he's just another one that I like. Okay, I like the the Rockefeller album. Was Come home, it Come with home? Me. yeah, great album. That is a very good album. I liked it then when it came out. Because obviously, you know, the city he was killing it then, and I, I like it now because I've I've gone back over it a few times over the past couple of years. But yeah, I wasn't really I just I wasn't really into Cameron. I liked the horse and carriage tune, but that was about it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then and then again, as as time goes on, and then I start to gravitate to the artists I like, and so like the whole Dipset, I never really. Only it's only probably the last eighteen months I've really got into Jim Jones.
0: Interesting. And I actually like Jim Jones. Yeah, but Jim Jones's recent albums are all incredible. The um, the El Capo album and the Wasted Talent one before that. Those albums are nuts, nuts. The Kitchen. I don't think I've heard The Kitchen.
1: I think it's called The Kitchen. It's like a it's like a black and white picture.
0: Um, yeah, I've seen, but, yeah. It. I've, seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it.
1: Yeah. Check that one out. We'll do. I think that one's that's the one's with the what's the album with the Bronx tell snippets all the way through it. I swear that that might be the kitchen.
0: Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'll do my research on that. But um, it's one of those albums that I've seen, but I've not taken the time to really listen to it. Similar to your your um <laughs> your firm firm gate. <laughs> oh gosh.
1: <laughs> do you know when I saw that? When I saw that, because after you sent me like the premise. Of, of the podcast And then literally Someone that I follow When you see like What friends are listening to uh-huh. I was like Wow The firm is finally there I said let me Let me play And then when I went on one of my walks I listened to it And I thought yeah I'm gonna I, I will own up to I will fess up to that one
0: Yeah it's a fess up to But you know what You know you talk about What people are listening to I hate you know On Twitter and stuff And I might be going off On a rant But you know when people say Nobody talks about this album And I'm like Yes we do <laughs> Like, I've seen people say, um, uh, no one talks about Prince Paul. And I'm like, yes, we do. Like, I just listened to a podcast about him. Like, yes, we do. And I, I saw someone do that with the Firm album. Oh, no one talks about the Firm album. And am like, <laughs> we've been talking about our disappointment for the last 22 years. What are you talking about? So my last confession for the day. Run the jewels. I love the message, but I don't like the music. Really? Nope, not for me. I will say this, though. RTJ Four was a really great listen, and I love the urgency because it sounds like it was recorded while all this drama was was going on. Yeah, so it sounds very timely. I just don't like the music. I've never really been a fan of LP. I understand how important he he has been. Um, Raucous Records is one of my favorite labels ever. I understand his contributions before, during, and after that time, but no, no, not for me. I love Killer Mike. I love Killer Mike. I can sit down and listen to Killer Mike talk all day. I love his heart for his community and his people. Yes. I love what LP does as an ally. Um, I think LP is probably uh, a, a case study in in allyship with the black community. Yes. Um, he's yes. a case study, and I love him for that. Um, I just don't like the music. It sounds very noisy and not in a Public Enemy bomb squad type of way either. It just—it's very—it's just very jarring to me and i don't like it and i know some of my followers in timeline are gonna be shocked but i really don't care however like i say i love what they stand for and even though i don't like the music i have purchased everything they've put out because i feel it's important to support acts like that
1: i didn't listen to run the jewels right away when they first came out it was probably after the second album or third album then i started to 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 listen to their stuff, and I actually actually like like their music. I think musically, my, my favourite album is from the Jewels Three. Just, just just musically, um, I've been aware of LP. I've not, in terms of his solo work, I've not actually delved into it. I'm kind of interested too, but I've got. I, I'm at the same time, I'm a little bit worried that i'm gonna lo- listen to it and not like it at all
0: bro, i mean bro i mean he, he, he's his production and some of the stuff that he's done like i could never take away from lp the stuff he did with Def jocks like he set up one of the the most iconic indie hip-hop labels ever um the production from the cold vein cannibal ox the stuff he did mm. for mr lift and bruv lp is a sick producer um, I guess it's just, it's one of those cases where even though I'm not necessarily in love with him as a producer or a musician, I can still appreciate greatness when I yeah. hear it. And I've got to respect his, I've got to respect his contributions, bro. And on paper, Killer Mike and LP shouldn't work. <laughs> I re- I literally thought this was a one-off. Like when I heard the um the R.A.P. album, which was, I think it stood for Rebellious African People, something like that. Um, And it was produced by LP, and it took off, and then they became a group. I'm like, really? Like, Killer Mike from Dungeon Family Association is working with LP from Company Flow? Like, really? But for some reason, it just works. And I feel like they've kind of benefited from what Public Enemy laid in terms of socially conscious political music that's festival dare i say stadium ready and the mainstream like to a degree whilst maintaining all musical credibility
1: Mm. bro that song walk in the snow oh my days
0: i've heard that i've heard it once i've heard (laughs) it once and like i said i really i enjoyed listening to the album it's definitely Mm. the run the jewels album that's hit me the hardest on first listen Mm. and maybe it's because of the times we're living in and i've matured since but no, I'm not, like, in terms of duos, like producer MC duos, no. No, not high, not high on the list for me at all. But again, yeah. love, I love what they stand for.
1: Do you know, just going off topic, because I think we've, we've done, we've done our, um, our lists. there was just one thing I wanted to say, obviously, to the listeners. You know, you, know you, you, you meet people, and obviously we talked about our, our similarities in upbringing, so that, that kind of naturally just lent Um, And then us to Have this mutual You know Mutual friendship And respect for each other Mm -hmm. But you know Sometimes you you meet people And there'll be Just that There'll be something That's either said Or you You might see the same The same thing On a certain thing And you just think To yourself Yeah 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 This this guy I know I'm gonna like this guy There was one day When you was in the group chat And (sighs) Common Common, common, common came up, and I think either I said it or you said it uh, something about a song for a star being like one of your favorite songs. And what cracked me up is at the same time, I text, um, Let me tell you what freedom isn't, and at the same time, you text. Um, the other line that she said, um, "You asking me about freedom," and I was like, "Nah, this is my guy." Yeah, of course. It was. A, it was a way we both text like literally the same part of the song.
0: Yeah, I know. Literally, what literally. Is.
1: and I was like, "I was like, yeah,
0: yeah." I know. That's my guy. That's my guy. Do you know how powerful it is to oh, James Poison, man? Oh man, oh man. Do you know? How, how deep in your bag you have to go to have the best song on an album that was produced predominantly by Dilla with a DJ premiere track on it. Do you, know, do you know what realm you need to go into? <laughs> like, you know, have you ever seen Stranger Things? No, I've been meaning to. Right, so there's in Stranger Things, there's a place called the Upside Down. That's where all the monsters reside, bro. James Poissar went to the depths of hell Got a keyboard and came and somehow he made it out and produced that song. That song is one of the greatest closing tracks I've ever heard in my life,
1: bro. When I heard Trevor Nelson play that song, so the album hadn't come out yet, and this is when tre- tre- Trevor Nelson's always great to listen to. But I mean, when his show was really good on Beat um, Radio One on a Sunday night, eight till ten or whatever, or ten till midnight. And he was dropping a few tracks from the, the album And he put, there's one weekend he played a song for a Asata
0: mm-hmm.
1: Now I remember buying the album when it came out Got it home And I always do like a quick skim first Just like yeah, to see if I'm feeling And I was like I can't hear this song, where's this song? And I was panicking Thinking This song's not on the album And then, lo and behold it was right The end. final song And I was like oh man I, I, sh- I ashamedly admit this as well. I'm not the biggest reader. I'm not one that just thinks, oh, let me pick up a book and read it. But that song made me go and buy the Asachi
0: Core biography. Right. And did you have, have you got it? No, no. Um, it's definitely on a, a list of things I need to buy, but go ahead. As soon, uh, after, after you get past the forward, when you get to the, the chapter one,
1: I couldn't help but smile, literally, physically smiled, and I just had to say, Common is a G. Because the first line of the book is, There were lights and sirens. And I was like, Oh my god!" What a guy. What a I, guy. I was like, I was like, this, uh, Okay, for a lot of people, probably think, Oh, whatever. But for me, that song meant so much. And then. The way the, the actual book starts, there were lights and sirens, mm. and Common starts the song. There were lights and sirens, gunshots fired.
0: When 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 Common said, i um, in the spirit of God, in the spirit of the ancestors," I said, "Okay, okay, we're going to a, we're going into a different part of town now." And then when the um, the violins and the strings come in, gee whiz! And then with and with CeeLo, one day we're going to talk about CeeLo. And Common being one of the early supporters of Kilo, um, Kilo one of the early supporters of CeeLo, the vocalist. Because remember, CeeLo was also on the album before that on G.O.D. Yes. Oh, and his verse as well. Come on now. As well as just the vocals. Is, I'm listening, is I'm listening verse. to Goody Mob for the rest of the day.
1: Right. <laughs> Bro, Common for me, I know we've gone off, but I mean, Common for me, He, he's, i will probably say he is my my. He's my favorite rapper. I know. I know. We. I know. We all have the top five. The the, the, the top five. that Everyone, but he's my. He's in my top five. Common. Common. And I. One thing I love about Common as well. And I. I, I also put Snoop in this. Um, in terms of like freestyles, when he freestyles, you 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 know he's freestyling.
0: It, it's it's not a written that he's remembered. He's always. Right. Common is hip. Common is hip hop. Like when I say, I don't want to sound cliche. Like Common is hip hop in its purest form. Like he's that guy. Like I swear, Common Common can do break dancing and all that.
1: Yeah, he, he, and he does that his live shows. See, I've, I've been to a couple, and he just breaks out, oh, and he yeah. always does. He
0: always,
1: he you always went to the, to the show
0: last time, and you was flexing on me. I remember now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you had a free ticket, it? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah I remember, yeah. Yeah. I was salty yeah. I was is salty is, is this hip-hop confessions? Is this what we're talking about? <laughs> I've I got a confession to make Before we before wrap we up the show Go on, go on At the last month show we, we, I think we met for the first No, we didn't we, That was the second time we ever met I'm on my way home, innit? High off the fact that OC was a surprise guest you know, yes. my favourite rapper of all time came out and was just feet away from me. I'm on my way home. I get a text from Black Keys. <laughs> him and OC. I'm just... Uh, bro, I couldn't sleep.
1: Uh, bro, do you know how mad... that Do you know how mad... Because remember I was talking with you and Roxy. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Biggie Blind. Mm-hmm. And I went to say hello to him because the last few times, we, like we, me and him... We've, I don't want to say we've got close, but we've got, you know, whenever they're here, we always go and see them and blah, blah, blah. So I'm with him, and I could see Pharaoh's tour manager was looking for Boogie because I think they were getting ready to go on. So Boogie's like, oh, yeah, just come. So I come with him. I see Pharaoh, um, he's getting ready come down and everything. And um, <laughs> it, was, it was mad. So I say to Pharaoh, I say to Boogie, because he's about to go on stage now and just set up his thing. I don't know if he saw, well, you wouldn't have saw him say it, but I don't know if you saw me. But he goes, I said, oh, Boogie, um, I'll just go back out and where shall I meet you after? He's goes, no, nah, man, just come with me, man. I was like, huh? He's like, yeah, man, come on. So I don't know if you saw me walk on stage. I was actually sitting behind Boogie Blind. I like, saw you. Pretty much. The, I, I was thinking, oh, God, why, why is it? At first I thought, I didn't want to do it. But he's like, oh, just come on. I thought, okay, cool. I just I rocked to it. And I was like, okay. But at the same time, I'm glad because I was able to capture your face. Aww. Although it wasn't the best quality, your face when OC hit the stage. You, and w- what I love, I just love how happy Roxy was seeing how happy you was. Uh, you need to look, look at his pictures again. Look yeah. at Roxy's face. You can see... How happy she is that you are actually having this moment. It was great.
0: The love is real, though. Like, like not just with me and Roxy, yeah. but with me and Omar. I love that brother. I love oh, that brother. And he so-
1: was so cool when I was talking to him a little bit um, afterwards, because there was, there was an event that was happening afterwards. Mm-hmm. So, so, what we did, what Faris said, is like, everyone will just, will cram up in this, in, in one of the dressing rooms upstairs, we'll wait. And then when the event kicks off, we'll just come. We'll come downstairs, so we didn't have to like obviously pay to thingy. So then we ended up staying. I didn't stay that long. I stayed for probably about an hour or two because I had to still drive home. But you know, it was was nice to just chill with them for a bit. So I got to talk a bit more with um, Jayru and and yeah, Omar. But yeah, real, real cool guys, man. Well,
0: yeah, I was salty when I saw that picture. I just have to... It's confessions, now. Uh, I'm, just get, I'm getting out of my system today and I'm moving on. Another confession.
1: Um, now, I don't... This is quite embarrassing, actually. I only know her name on Twitter as Jay Thinks. Yes. I know you know where her yeah, 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 Do you know that was the first time we met?
0: But well, that's the beauty of it, At the Faroe Show. That's and the, and the beauty of it. She's cool. Shout out to Jay.
1: Yeah, I've known her... I knew her through Ah,
0: uh,
1: 76. 76, yeah. Because when we used to make, when we used to have, our, we had a little kind of crew going and he knew who, he knew Jay and he kind of, she kind of got involved a little bit. And so we followed each other. I probably sent her one or two beats way back when. And you know, we always tweet each other, you know, or comment and that. And it was really weird. It, we're now, the shows and everything's finished, the place is kind of empty and I'm with kind of the people I know. She's with her friend. And I'm looking at her. And I'm like, I know this face. It is weird. And then I just saw it. I just, I just walked up to her, and because you know those ones, you don't want to be that guy that walks up to a girl that you don't say, oh, I think yeah. I recognise you. Yeah, like, you. know this, what I
0: mean. It's not but, the climate for that now. I'm
1: telling you, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, with this list going around. But anyway, so I, 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 so I went up to her and I said, I just looked and I said, I think I know you. And she looked at me and she says, "I think I know you too." And then that was
0: it. And then yeah, so it was it was nice. Actually. She's a yeah. hip hop for real though. Like for, I'm talking for real. Like for She's real. She's got two beats from me. She's got two beats from me. Well, so I'm to hear on back on. podcast, you need you, Jay. We, uh, we need we need we need them vocals for Black Keys, please. Thank yeah, you. We need those vocals. But yeah, man, it's a small world. But yeah, man, this has been great. Yeah, man. i appreciate i appreciate you coming through confessions
1: i'm still salty that i wasn't involved in the jay diller podcast
0: you know what a couple of people were such is life man you had
1: my boy duke so that was cool but
0: such is life i had i got a few calls behind behind that actually i got i got a few i got a few calls but you know i enjoyed it though i did i did enjoy it it was a great podcast i did enjoy listening to i enjoyed it and i've really enjoyed talking to you um i want to congratulate yeah, you as man. well actually i think you you have contributed to the longest episode of breaking atoms to date
1: oh wow yeah and i'm, and I'm about to get cancelled after it and you're this about to so get cancelled <laughs> so you've, got,
0: you've gone out strong you've gone out strong um, before we wrap up though bro um yes. please let my listeners know all four of them where they can actually find you on social media etc and let us know what you've got coming up next
1: um okay so you can find me on instagram and twitter it's the same handle so at black keys beats b-l-a-c-k-e-y-s beats b-e-a-t-s um so yeah on twitter and instagram i also have my website um www.blackkeysmusic.com um so yeah, that's just gone up probably about six weeks now. So I kind of I have some of my music on there, and links to my Apple Music, Spotify. Um, I'm also trying to get into the voiceover game, so I've got a few voiceover demos on my um, website as well. Um, so yeah, you can get me on my website there. You can find me on Apple Music, Tidal, Spotify under Black Keys. Um, things I'm working on at the moment. I've kind of been. I haven't really been working on anything myself I've been just trying to get some music out there because I'm trying to approach brands to get some music under some of their videos like on Instagram YouTube so I've been really just trying to make some make some beats and content that that people might want to um, grab a hold of um, I do have a couple tracks in the pipeline I have one with Sus and Rick Flo of Jungle Brown a beat that I produced last year. I'm waiting for that to come out. I think Sus. is I think he just has to press the button on that one. Um, and I, th- I think I'll have a beat tape coming out probably in the next month or two.
0: But yeah. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll be. I'll be checking for that. You got anything else?
1: Um. Yeah, a beat that you and Sus both have. That <laughs> I'm waiting on you guys <laughs> to write to. So this guy
0: put pressure on me on my own podcast. <laughs> wow. Yeah, um, yeah yeah so I've got the home studio um it's in motion so I've just bought a whole bunch of equipment shout out to a uh, TE1 and um an imperial for the support and the advice so I bought a microphone a uh, pop shield the reflector is coming I've got cables headphones everything I need to record at home so god willing the studio will be set up end of this month early January um, and I'll make sure that that's one of the first things I record here. I'm just waiting for the inspiration. I've got a few people waiting for stuff. 76, yourself.
1: Yeah, when I made that beat, and you can tell by the title I gave it, I think I called it The Healing. Yes, he did. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I knew and send it to you and Sus. I knew it's going to take a bit of time with everything that's going on to digest thoughts and processing. So, yeah, there is really no rush in that one. But uh, I've started it, I mean, though. Oh well. Wow.
0: Yeah, I have. I've got like I've got like four bars that I'm like, okay, that that's definitely going in. I've started it.
1: That's great, man. But yeah, no, I'm 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 really yeah, need to do this again, man.
0: Yeah, definitely. We're gonna do the follow up. Um, let's give it a couple of weeks. You take some time to listen to the albums that you haven't <laughs> heard. Um, and you can redeem your hip hop pass that way. I'll do the same. We'll come back and review. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming through, man. Um, and we'll catch up soon. Bye, bro. Peace. And there you have it. All of our hip-hop confessions are finally out in the open. I can't speak for Black Keys, but I've got it off my chest, and I definitely feel a lot lighter on my feet if I could be on my feet. But I'm on crutches, so I can't be on my feet. Anyway, thank you, the listener, for hanging in there with us. That was nearly, you know, I think just, just, just about under 2 hours um that was longer than some black church services so i do appreciate you taking the time to 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 listen to us ramble on um do remember we are all over the socials facebook instagram and twitter at break the atoms and please reach out i would love to hear what some of your hip hop confessions are tell me about some of the artists that <laughs> tell me about some of the artists that you love that you can't tell anyone about and you have to listen to in secret, or some of those albums that you pretend that you've heard and you tell people you've heard them and you've got no idea what they sound like. I would love to know. I would love to know. So please reach out. Remember Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Break The Atoms and subscribe to the podcast. We're all over the place. Wherever you listen to your podcasts, you can find us there. Hit that subscribe button or leave us a review or a rating. All of this helps us to be more searchable and discoverable. Um, those are those words again, Dissearchable searchable and discoverable wherever you get podcasts. Um, Yeah, I'm done. I'm talking too much. In the words of the infamous Mob Deep, party over. Tell the rest of the crew. Peace.